All right, take your Bibles this morning and turn to the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, chapter number 13. We had a really, really good Sunday school class, and you pray that God be able to take that message and use it. Uh, I think it was really, really necessary and was a blessing. This morning I want to preach on the subject, The Father's House is Our Hope of Heaven. The Father's House is Our Hope of Heaven. In John chapter 13, I'll begin reading with verse number 36. Very familiar text, but boy, it says so much, and I'm going to try and give you some things you haven't thought about this morning. <clears throat> Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, whither goest thou? And Jesus answered him, Whether I go, thou canst not follow me now, but thou shalt follow me afterwards. And Peter said unto him, Lord, why cannot I follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. And Jesus answered him, Wilt thou lay down thy life for my sake? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, The cock shall not crow till thou hast denied me thrice. Verse 4, chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there ye may be also. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, I pray you'll help us today as we bring hope and encouragement to hearts. I pray that folks will hear this message and, and realize there's a wonderful place in heaven, and they can go there. They'll give their life to Christ. Help us, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Father's house is our hope of heaven. In John chapter number 14, the first three verses, we see an answer to the cry of Peter. In that cry, we see uh, the strong desire of Peter. Peter was disappointed that he couldn't follow Christ when he left. The Lord tells Peter not to worry. Don't worry about it. We Christians are not to let our hearts be troubled. Well, that's, that's a hard thing to say. How do we ever get to the place where we let our hearts not be troubled? It's when we get to the place where we absolutely trust him. Don't be distressed or worried. Worry not about your condemnation. Christ died. Worry not about your sins. They are under the blood. Worry not about your death. Christ is risen. Worry not about your weakness. Christ intercedes on our behalf. Worry not about your future. Christ is coming to get us. It could be today. In our verses we see a person perplexed. A place promised, a place prepared, a prospect pleasing, 
we see the Father's house. The Father's house. Well, won't that be a blessing? When that day comes, when we'll all be home, all the children of God will all be gathered together. I often think of the, the wedding supper of the Lamb. Oh, what a day that will be. You see, they can't have that supper until we all get home. We'll all be home at dinner time at the Father's house. Well, what a blessing that will be. Let me just point out a few simple thoughts to you today, and I'll not be very long, but I hope it'll bless you. First of all, its reality is promised. He said, if, if it were not so, I would have told you. Notice the character of the speaker. I, he is the sinless Savior. Boy, that, that's a promise you can believe. Then the comfort of the statement, if it were not so, I am telling you the truth. Look who it is that's telling us. Well, that's an encouragement. The Lord said it, so we know it's true. God help us. But then we notice the concern for the saint. I would have told you. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. If I, if I wasn't coming back, if I wasn't coming to get you, if I didn't love you, I would have told you. But I told you I'm coming again. The Lord doesn't want us to be afraid and he doesn't want us to worry. He is saying everything is going to be all right. Joy will come in the morning. But Peter, don't be troubled over this. Don't none of you. God has a plan and a purpose, and he's fulfilling it right before our eyes. I believe that the Pope is talking about a one-world church now, a one-world church, and it includes Muslims and, and everybody that, that can believe just about anything. Last week I told you about the picture of him being on all fours kissing the feet of a Muslim leader. God help us, man. God help us. How can two walk together except they be agreed? We're not all the same. There's not many gods. There's one God. We got one Savior, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's promised us that he'd come get us. It's reality is promised, but its locality is prepared. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. I am going away to get your place ready for you when you come. Isn't it a blessing? Everything will be ready when you get there. A house, that means a resident for a family. It means a home. Prepare, it means to provide and make it ready. And it will be absolutely perfect. And then the place. A house prepared and a place, a reserved spot. Now think about that. I'm getting ready to make reservations on an airplane. And I will choose exactly what seat I want. And when I get there, they might say, we're sorry, but you're going to have to move over here. <laughs> a lot of times that's happening all my traveling. I've gone to hotels and motels for revivals and they were supposed to have a room for me. And I got there and they didn't even know who I was. The church didn't make the reservation. 
But buddy, there's a spot here that's my spot. And it's prepared for me and nobody else is going to get it. God is going to prepare a place for me. The reservations have been made and confirmed. There's a place for me in the Father's house. Let me give you four thoughts here. The locality is prepared. First, it is where the Father himself dwells. Our Father which art in heaven. It is where the Son ascended. The Bible says in Acts 1, 9, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he, he was taken up, and a, a cloud received him out of their sight. A son ascended. But then we, it, it is where the angels provide. My home, a bunch of angels are going to be around there. Praise the Lord. The heavenly host. That will be a sight to see. They are heavenly messengers who deliver messages to humans carrying our God's word and praising God and, and guard God's throne. Wow, that's where they live and we'll go there where they are. It's where the Father himself dwells. It's where the Son ascended. It's where the angels preside. And then it's where the spirits of the just have departed those that have gone on before us. Boy, what a welcome home. What a welcome home. I remember when I come home from Vietnam, I didn't want anybody to know except my wife and my son to know. I had a beret to put on my son's head when I got off that plane, just like my beret. And I landed in Orlando from Vietnam, looked out there and saw my wife and my son. Oh, glory, what a day that was. Can you imagine when we get to heaven and see all our family and moms, dads and grandpas and grandmas and children and friends? Oh, what a day. It's where the spirits of the departed have gone. The Bible says in Hebrews, but, but ye are come unto Mount Sion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable a company of angels to general assembly and the church of the firstborn which was written in heaven and God and to God the judge of all and the spirits of just men are made perfect. According to Hebrews. Talking about that place when everything's made perfect and it'll be wonderful. Not only is there the heavenly city but there also are heavenly related beings both angels and people associated with heaven. The spirits of the righteous men will be made absolutely perfect in every way when they're in heaven. That'd be wonderful. Its reality is promised. Its locality is prepared. And its felicity is paramount. Now the word felicity means happiness, contentment, Comfort, bliss. <laughs> I couldn't think of any more words, but it's a good word. The felicity is paramount. Why? Well, it's a place of rest. Sometimes I get tired. Emotionally, physically, just get tired. There will be no tiredness there. I'll be well rested all the time when I get to glory. 
And there won't be no chicken farms there either. <laughs> That's a lot of work. A place of rest. But it's a place of love. A place of love. It will be so good to get out of this world of hate where it seems like it's dangerous to go anywhere and people just hate us. But go to a place where everybody loves us and everybody's glad to see us. And oh, how great it will be. A place of rest, a place of love, and a place of permanency. I have been moving all my life. I can't begin to tell you how many goodbyes I've said. You never know how hard it is. I've gone for years, sometimes two years, sometimes just six, eight months. But to say goodbye to your family and not know if you'll ever come home again. When I went to Vietnam, I went to Vietnam to die. I, my chances of surviving were not good. I was going to a very bad place, very dangerous place in the Mekong Delta. And I was already convinced that I was going to die. And when I said goodbye to my family for the, I thought the last time, it tore my heart out. It tore my very heart out. But thank God, I'm still saying goodbye. Pam still cries when I, I go off to the mission field. And, you know, and I'm always rejoicing when I get home because there's no place like home. Wow. A place of permanence, permanency. Times change. I miss the good old days. I remember things when I was a kid, the farm, my uncle's farm. Times change, people change. We get old. We get old. And places change. I remember the big oak tree in Hatfield, Indiana. Oh, that's the only way I knew how to get to my uncle's farm. Later on, I was married, Pam and I, and Mark decided we'd go visit my uncle on the farm. Of course, I buried him later. Go visit my uncle on the farm. And I, I drove through Hatfield looking for the big oak tree. And the old dirt road that went back on the farm wasn't there no more. Matter of fact, Hatfield wasn't the same anymore. It used to have... One little grocery store had a sign in it. There's no place anywhere near this place, anything like this place. This must be the place. <laughs> and that's all there was in Hatfield in those days. Well, I could have cried. You know, I had to get directions and go all kinds of what, but I finally found the farm. Things change. Times change and people change and places change and health changes. We get sick and weak. Well, I'll tell you what, things we used to do, we can't do no more. And then it seemed like every year it gets a little worse. But it won't be like that in the Father's house. In the Father's house, everything is perfect. Everything is permanent. And nothing will ever change. Isn't that a blessing? The reality is promised. The locality is prepared the felicity is paramount and the immensity is priceless. In my father's house are many mansions. Many. Wow. The Bible says in Revelation 7, And after this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, 
of all the nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and, and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and, and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and, and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Wow. I ought to read those verses every morning. It's going to be a glorious day. Let, let me conclude. It is the Father's house prepared for family and friends. We're welcome there. We are in the family of God and therefore a friend of God. If not, you can be. You can be in the family of God. You can get reservations made for you in glory. There'll be a place prepared just for you with your name on it. Nobody else will get it. All you have to do is trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. Come to him. Confess your sins. Ask him to come into your heart. Boy, you can do that. Can you remember the good times that seemed to have gone and all the family were to gather at Christmas and Thanksgiving Day? Now many are dead and gone and our family most. There's good news for the family of God. We will know those good times again except they'll be much better. They'll be absolutely perfect when we all gather together again in the Father's house. We will all be together again in the Father's house. All of us. Let's pray. Brother Don.